Chapter Nine of West African Folk Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. West African Folk Tales by William H. Barker. Chapter Nine: Why We See Ants Carrying Bundles as Big as Themselves. Kwikuanasi and Kwikutsin, his son were both very clever farmers. Generally they succeeded in getting fine harvests from each of their farms. One year, however, they were very unfortunate. They had sown their seeds as usual, but no rain had fallen for more than a month after, and it looked as if the seeds would be unable to sprout. Kwikutsin was walking sadly through his fields one day, looking at the bare, dry ground, and wondering what he and his family would do for food if they were unable to get any harvest. To his surprise, he saw a tiny dwarf seated by the roadside. The little hunchback asked the reason for his sadness, and Kwikutsin told him. The dwarf promised to help him by bringing rain on the farm. He bade Kwiku fetch two small sticks and tap him lightly on the hump while he sang. O water go up, O water go up, and let rain fall, and let rain fall. To Kwiku's great joy, rain immediately began to fall, and continued till the ground was thoroughly well soaked. In the days following, the seeds germinated, and the crops began to promise well. Anasi soon heard how well Kwiku's crops were growing, whilst his own were still bare and hard. He went straight away to his son, and demanded to know the reason. Kwikusin, being an honest fellow, at once told him what had happened. Anasi quickly made up his mind to get his farm watered in the same way, and accordingly set out toward it. As he went, he cut two big strong sticks, thinking, My son made the dwarf work with little sticks. I will make him do twice as much with my big ones. He carefully hid the big sticks, however, when he saw the dwarf coming toward him. As before, the hunchback asked what the trouble was, and Anasi told him. "'Take two small sticks and beat me lightly on the hump,' said the dwarf. "'I will get rain for you.' But Anasi took his big sticks and beat so hard that the dwarf fell down dead. The greedy fellow was now thoroughly frightened, for he knew that the dwarf was gesture to the king of the country, and a very great favorite of his. He wondered how he could fix the blame on someone else.' He picked up the dwarf's dead body and carried it to a cola tree. There he laid it on one of the top branches, and sat down under the tree to watch. By and by, Kwikutsin came along to see if his father had succeeded in getting rain for his crops. "'Did you not see the dwarf, father?' he asked, as he saw the old man sitting alone. "'Oh, yes,' replied Anasi, "'but he has climbed this tree to pick cola. I am now waiting for him.' I will go up and fetch him, said the young man, and immediately began to climb. As soon as his head touched the body of the ladder, of course, he fell to the ground. Oh, what have you done, you wicked fellow, cried his father. You have killed the king's jester. That is all right, quietly replied the son, who saw that this is one of Anasi's tricks. The king is very angry with him, and has promised a bag of money to anyone who would kill him. I will now go and get the reward. "'No, no, no!' shouted Anasi. "'The reward is mine. "'I killed him with two big sticks. "'I will take him to the king.' "'Very well,' was the son's reply. "'As you killed him, you may take him.' "'Off said Anasi, quite pleased with the prospect of getting a reward. 
he reached the king's court, only to find the king very angry at the death of his favorite. The body of the jester was shut up in a great box, and Anasi was condemned as punishment to carry it on his head forever. The king enchanted the box so that it could never be set down on the ground. The only way in which Anasi could get rid of it was by getting some other man to put it on his head. This, of course, no one was willing to do. At last, one day, when Anasi was almost worn out with his heavy burden, he met the ant. "'Will you hold this box for me while I go to market and buy some things I need badly?' said Anasi to Mr. Ant. "'I know your tricks, Anasi,' replied the ant. "'You want to be rid of it.' "'Oh, no, indeed, Mr. Ant,' protested Anasi. "'Indeed, I will come back for it. I promise.' Mr. Ant, who was an honest fellow and always kept his own promises, believed him. He took the box on his head, and Anasi hurried off. Needless to say, the sly fellow had not the least intention of keeping his word. Mr. Ant waited in vain for his return, and was obliged to wander all the rest of his life with the box on his head. That is the reason we so often see ants carrying great bundles as they hurry along. End of chapter 9